were those, especially in the early days, who did try to invade Glen Shannon's domain. Indians, Mexicans, bandits, rustlers, all now dead and buried or banished. Glen Shannon Hall and everything around it still belonged to an Irishman who had crossed the Red River a quarter of a century before. The three cowboys, Chet Williams, Dobe Carey, and Judd Gibbs, moved the stiff-legged herd toward the mouth of Ghost Canyon and in the direction of Glen Shannon Hall. That noon the sun was a cold orange ball and hung like a full autumn moon at dusk. On the spine of the West Canyon Wall, a dozen mounted Kiowas with scraggy, weather-worn hides and hungry faces watched and waited. Their leader, Sekiro, was an older man who carried the coup stick of a Kiowa chief. At Sekiro's side was a young boy of indeterminate years, maybe ten or months more. The boy, astride his Indian pony, looked and was dressed like a Kiowa. Sekiro's clear eyes moved from the herd below to the boy he called Tamanito, which meant little brave one in Kiowa, and spoke to him in the language of the tribe. Tamanito, you will watch and remember. It will not be long until you ride at your father's side. Running Bear, one of the other Kiowas, the tallest and broadest mounted near Sekiro, looked at the scrawny youth with unmistakable contempt. He's not your son, Sekiro, and he'll never be a Kiowa. Sekiro touched the boy's shoulders with the coup stick and let it rest there. Tamanito's as much a son as any of my dead sons were, and more Kiowa than you. Sekiro raised the coup stick from the boy's shoulder. And one day, this will be his. Unspoken hatred blazed in Running Bear's eyes. Hatred he had nurtured for the boy since the Kiowas came upon the two wagons with white families nearly five years before. Only one man prevented Running Bear from doing what he had thought about many times during those five years. The man was Sekiro. The thought was killing the boy. But Sekiro was old, his strength waning. Running Bear was young, his strength still waxing, and patient and cunning. The Kiowas were poorly armed, most of them with bows and arrows, and a few, including Sekiro and Running Bear, with revolvers and rifles they had taken from lifeless bodies of white enemies. Sekiro, holding high the coup stick, gave the command to attack. The ragged band picked up the yell and raced down the slope, leaving the boy behind to watch and wait. This was a far cry from the bold and bloody charges that the great chief had led in the almost three decades since Sekiro had assumed command of his tribe. When, instead of a dozen scrawny warriors, he was followed by hundreds of screaming Kiowa braves, the finest light cavalry since the Mongols galloped from the Far East to conquer half the known world. Sekiro had had more than his share of conquests. Or Comanches, Apaches, Arapahoes, Mexicans, and the Whites. But not lately. As he grew older, his followers seemed to melt away to join new chiefs, bolder chiefs, such as Setainti, Gwipago, and Setankya. Since both of Sekoro's sons were killed in battle, one by Comanches, the other by the first dragoons of the U.S. cavalry, the great chief seemed to have lost his ferocity, his thirst for conquest. He seemed almost content to survive instead of prevail. 
Still, when in order to survive, to provide food for his hungry clan, it was necessary to lead a raid, Sokoro was ready to meet the challenge, and maybe death, as in the glory days of his reign. Sekiro and the Kiowas charged down the loose shale of the canyon slope toward the herd and the three cowboys below. Chet Williams, Dobe Carey, and Judd Gibbs were better armed, with Colt Walker revolvers and Hall breechloader carbines than their attackers, but were outnumbered and outmaneuvered by the charging Kiowas. Williams was hit and killed in the first volley, his body trampled by the startled steers. Carey and Gibbs fired and dropped two of the Kiowas, then simultaneously decided on the intelligent course. They rode away. The Kiowas didn't pursue. They had accomplished their mission. Food. The successful raiders began to round up the scattered beeves. Sekiro lifted his coup stick and waved to the boy up above.